0: Welcome to this week's episode of Uncovered for Pole Dancers, a podcast created by Pole Dancers for Pole Dancers. I'm your host, Stephanie Quinn. Welcome to the Uncovered for Pole Dancers podcast, Elise. I'm so happy to
1: have you here. I'm so excited. You have no idea. Well, you have an idea. I've been watching all the episodes I'm a huge fan and I've learned so much from your podcast it's like I can't even explain (laughs) oh
0: my god I love that I know we have been chatting on Instagram I don't even know for how long now it's been once
1: at least (laughs) yeah
0: and I was like do you want to come on the podcast she's like oh not just yet not just yet and now we're here yay so, <laughs> so let's just dive in a little bit about you. Let's let's hear more about you and why we're here for today's episode. So today's episode for our listeners is about virtual pole businesses. So you run a virtual pole dancing competition, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, let's dive into a little bit about your poll journey, your pole businesses, and why you decided to start an online poll venture.
1: Um well, that's a lot. <laughs> Start at the top. Um, so basically, I just randomly went to a pole class that was literally walking distance from where I lived just to try it out. I fell in love with it. Um, a few months later, I got pregnant. I did pole while I was pregnant with my little son. He did oh. end up going to the studio. He had a massive blowout with the poop. Okay, T- TMI. <laughs> There was a poop
0: blowout. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't want to know more, but that's I didn't have, I assume he just didn't have a nappy on, and then there was a poop blowout, right? Yeah.
1: Um, okay, but anyways, fast forward and a couple years later, right? 2020, (laughs) I end up being obsessed with competition, virtual competition, and I did five in that year, so I did. Were there virtual competitions, um, pre?
0: The Pole Circus.
1: I don't yes. remember this. Ah. Yes. So, um, the PSO. So the Pole Community Organization in America. I'm not sure what that would be in Australia. <laughs> yeah, do we know? do. We have an international one. <laughs> international okay.
0: Federation okay. of Pole Sports is like out. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. So we Mania. have the same one, but we have one. They go to every state basically in America. And so they have a competition in every state. With the 2020, everything shut down, so they did virtual, right? Uh-huh. So I did three of those. I did Clio Rock and Pole, which is in California, and yep. I did, what was it, the poll. oh, the poll for Justice, <laughs> the other one. Anyways, basically, I just, I felt like there was niche and groups of people that would do certain kinds of poll, but not really one place that had everything. So that's where the pool circus came up. So the pool circus, for those who don't know, is a virtual international showcase and competition. So what I love about it, and the whole concept, obviously, is a circuit. So you can literally do whatever you want. There's not that many rules. Just, you know, we don't want to see all the goods. (laughs) That's the (laughs) rule. (laughs) If if, if we're seeing all of it, it's a little too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So you don't just have polo either, right? It's all types of apparatus. No, so we've
1: had two competitions ago, we had chains, which was really cool. And it was like the most elegant, beautiful chain chain performance. Um, And we've had trapeze. We've had obviously lollipop, you know, lira, silks, hammock. But it's just cool to see kind of the different um, apparatus and having just one place for everybody to compete because I feel like some of those apparatus, like where are they going to compete? Like I I don't even know if there's a thing <laughs> for that, you know? Yeah,
0: especially like chains. I'm like interesting. <laughs> like you definitely see the most common ones that have um, on stage competitions right. like pole, lira, silks generally is a mix but it definitely isn't all together either because there's too many things
1: yes yes i I think it's a it's a rigging issue um Mm -hmm. a lot of these apparatus require different kinds of rigging so if you're going to have a show it becomes very expensive if you're trying to rig everything financially i don't think it really works out but um the good thing with virtual obviously is that you can send in the best take. You can report it as many times as you want. We do have two um, divisions as in like edited and unedited. So we take it like edited, you can make a music video if you want, like have fun, fun with it. The sky's a limit, add a filter, do all that jazz. And then unedited is supposed to be like you're performing live. So it's a live show, you can't edit it at all. And it's also, I guess my last (laughs) little comment is that it's also for people who have performed and maybe they didn't place where they thought they would, or maybe they just want a platform for their performance to be seen again, because we spend a lot of money, thousands and thousands on performance, routine, coach, uh, outfit. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it was just,
0: and by the time this releases, I don't know what the time would be like, but um, <laughs> Polo's literally just shared something on like the the cost of competing. And yes, it's not, it's not it a cheap venture. Like no. depending on what you <laughs> want to do. Um, and I remember when I had, um, we did the videography episode and we were talking about, getting a professional videographer in to record your competition entry. And she's like, well, it looks like it's like an investment, right? It shows that you're serious about competing. And I'm like, I never thought of it like that. So how, so I assume then because we were in this COVID era, the virtual element of the competition was taken to quite well. Yes, for sure.
1: Yeah. So um, we started 2021, and so this would be our fifth show coming up in October because we do Halloween and Valentine. So those are I our two um, that we do. So Valentine is more like erotic, you know, sensual. And then Halloween, obviously, more costume and, and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, so in 2021, I think it was obviously our biggest show. We had 60 performers and um so that was really cool and super nice and i do feel like virtual not that it's like ever gonna go away but it's kind of uh reached its peak you know like maybe 2020 and 2021 is as high as it's gonna go and now people are you know kind of establishing okay i want to do a virtual competition they know about it they know about us and um you know we average out 40 50 and that's fine, you know, but we have six different categories. So that's also cool. <laughs> different.
0: So what are the different categories? Are they done by like levels or does your judging criteria sort of feed more into the performance
1: element? So we do the amateur, intermediate, and professional. And then so some break down. <laughs> and then the two, the two is edited and unedited. So it's six.
0: Yeah, probably- uh, yes. Yeah, that makes <laughs>
1: so sense. Break it down. So that's why like, when you hear it, you're like, oh, wow, 40 people to 50 people a show, but you break it down into six categories. That's really not that many people a division. So that's why I yeah. wanted to explain because sometimes they're like, oh, I don't have a chance if it's so many people. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that was gonna be I literally like had like, <laughs> Do you have different? I was going to say different categories. I think was yes, the yes. word I was looking for because yeah, sixty people um, of it's a lot. variety of levels and yeah, you know, how many different countries do you get entering this?
1: So that's what's like really exciting for for me because my whole thing was to join everybody. I wanted a platform so that we could all celebrate our art, and I think it's really cool. We've had places I I don't even like. I had to Google it because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, the, the normal ones that we have, we have Thailand and Japan and England. You know, we have uh, Paris, Spain, Italy, Mexico, America, Australia. That's yeah, our, our normal bunch that we see every competition. But it's cool because we had one situation. <laughs> I felt bad. Uh, so this lady is a doctor in yeah. iran and oh, she was like she wanted to do the competition and she can't get in because it's illegal in her company in her country company country so my husband had to do his computer stuff in order to help her to get in to register because she wanted to do it so bad so we've had some situations where certain countries don't allow poll, and we have to find a way Around it because it's not fair. Like if they want to compete, they should be able to compete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is
0: it like the access to the website was just not right available? Is blocked. Blocked. Wow. Isn't that yeah. so crazy? And I mean, living in Australia, um obviously, completely different cultures, and yeah. But to think that, and to think that, poll in some countries. Is illegal or not allowed. Literally. Sort of blows the mind, but also I live in a pole bubble. So I forget that, like, you do, you forget what happens outside our little bubble and how people still view the pole world. Um and, yeah, how it's sort of dealt with in different types of countries. That's amazing that she was, like, so determined.
1: She was, yeah. And and I checked, you know, her Instagram just to make sure, because I, I was kind of worried. I was like, like, who is this? Like, it's illegal yeah. and she can't get in. And, you know, I just want to make sure everything was, like, good. And, and, no, she was, like, open about the poll on her Instagram. Everybody knows that she does it. It wasn't, like, a secret, but yeah. in her country she's not – allowed to do it so it was yeah. it was very interesting for sure that was one yeah That yeah. <laughs> was Yeah, worried. a little bit
0: of a challenge I, yeah <laughs> a little bit of a challenge I guess that you you don't normally have with a bricks and mortar business so when right. we're like so when you were starting um the pole circus how did you go about like getting this up and running as a business like what was some um, of your key let's, yeah, let's start with how you went getting it set up and then we'll talk about the key challenges.
1: Um. Okay. So basically I sat down and I thought to myself, so what is it that I would like to do? Like in the perfect world, who would I like to judge my competition? Where would this be seen? How would it come together? And I was like, you know what? I want Maddie sparkle to judge my competition. <laughs> <laughs> so I, know, Maddie Sparkle, I am starting a competition. Would you like to judge? And she was the sweetest. <laughs> she was Aww. like, "Of course." And um, and I think really establishing those relationships with the judges. We have judges from all over the world, and it's really cool to just kind of have their support. And they shout out, and you know their students come, and um, so it just makes it really like. A supportive community (laughs) and everybody getting along and just like, I really think a lot of people want to perform more. And I think that's the bottom line. So to have a place for them to perform for their students or, you know, if it's a studio or if it's somebody that's a coach, they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, you want to perform, why don't you do this? Oh. And it's another way to like, get your feet wet. So if you're scared Mm. of doing a in-person competition, virtual is cool because you can record it by yourself if you want to get the nerves.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you can still go through the same process except for the comp day stuff, right? Like you'll probably still have a little bit of that feeling, but it's not like being there, having that, I wouldn't even say it's a rush, but like waking up with those nerves and then going through that process. So yeah, I guess that's a, yeah, that's a great idea because I see it in our studio. More people want to perform They want to have that experience. They want to know what it's like. And we run an in-house competition annually, but we don't have, like, that's the only time we have to run those things because you can't do them all the time because it just takes up everything else that you're doing in your studio. So it's a great opportunity for them to get their feet wet. But yeah, it's great that there's other opportunities where they don't have to worry about like, oh, what if I get on stage and I fall over? Like, everybody thinks that I'm going to walk on the yeah. stage and I'm going to like face flare <laughs> before
1: on I face, even get yes. up. <laughs> I think That's it's a, just the fear. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a lot to compete. Like, I just had, um, Mishka on the podcast and we were talking about this episode hasn't released yet. I assume by the time this one's out, it would have released. I don't know. <laughs> my time he's like, I have all these ones in the bank. Um, and we were talking about how to prepare for competition, like how to structure your competition training. And there was just I, so much in it. If you like, if this is a goal and it's something you really want to work towards. You have to start thinking about it early and this could be a good opportunity. And the other thing is it could be where you initially showcase that routine right. and then you can take it to a stage because you got your entry video, right?
1: That's so right. So then yeah. you
0: can put it into a into an actual, like, a, a, on-stage competition.
1: And then um, I think the the other thing that intrigues people with the pool circus in particular is that we do a Halloween competition. Mm-hmm. So it's literally, like, People dressed up as a little mermaid, they dress up, you know, Harley Quinn, they really get into it. <laughs> yeah. Pole <laughs> really dancers love a good it. costume.
0: Right? But it's and like- I assume it's not just pole dancers. I assume like anybody in like the arts right? are like, give me a good costume.
1: And I also feel like I don't really know of any competition that's kind of Halloween geared. Yes, there's different local showcases where people do shows that's Halloween, but not necessarily a competition. So I also think that's where the pool circus has kind of like a little niche. So people can Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I would love to dress up like Harley Quinn and do a performance, but like. Where am I going to submit that to? Oh, I could do it to the pool circus. Okay. You know, there they yeah,
0: go. <laughs> it's so amazing. And so when you were getting started, so you reached out, you reached out to Maddie and you're like, can you judge my competition? And that was like the platform. What were some of the key challenges that were happening like behind the scenes? Like what did you find was the hardest thing to launch this virtual um competition well
1: for me it's always the back end stuff <laughs> it's always the boring like how do i save people's information how do you you know collect all the pictures so that's the other thing we collect everybody's pictures and we make a frame so everybody who competes gets a frame and it's at the pole circus it's a little tent it's pretty cute but i have yeah. to make them <laughs> so it's actual work it's not like an automated situation. And I was hoping it would be but it's not. And then what else? Um, (laughs) Google just having to like save things on Google Drive, it's all boring stuff. But as far as like, I guess, marketing, I've had to learn a lot about marketing, and Mm. um, the cost of marketing, what's effective what's not effective. And, and it's just a lot of learning.
0: A lot of learning. Was this your first, like, business?
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, yes.
0: Yeah, definitely a lot of learning. Um, And I think, yeah, online businesses, some of the biggest challenges are generally that online marketing. Like, how do you market to your people? Um, And how do you get it out there? Obviously, Instagram is a great platform for pole dancers and people in the arts because that's where we share a lot of our stuff because it's video and photos and,
1: great right, platform. I guess for me, um, I ended up reaching out to the international poll convention and Aye, I told yep. them about what I was doing. And, um, she basically, I feel like really helped with the marketing. Her name's Colleen Jolly. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and she helped with the marketing because I basically got to, you know, showcase the poll circuit through the international poll convention. And then I ended up curating one of their showcases which is a Parapole showcase. I love <laughs> tell us more about that. So um I on my I, th- I think it's on the pole wait hold on the pole circus yes on the pole circus website I'm trying to remember things here <laughs> on the website I tell a little bit about myself and I do go into the fact that I have a disability, I'm half deaf, and I wear hearing aids. I show everybody so people don't think I'm lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Receipts. Receipts.
0: <laughs> also, for those of you who are listening and not watching this video, Um, So Lisa's in her full ringleader costume too, outfit as well. I love it. I love that you're like committed to the cause, committed to the pole circus. It's the best.
1: Yes. I just, I feel like it's fun. Why not like dress up and, um, you know, enjoy it. I I can't do this in the real world. (laughs) I would get funny, funny googly eyes. (laughs) Rocking up to a
0: corporate job where you do admins like ringleader today. It's like, yep. Just wanted to feel in control. Yes, <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I distract <laughs> us from the parapile. So continue.
1: Um, so yeah, so I told her, you know, it was half deaf. And um, she said she had a showcase. If I wanted to curate it, I basically... Um, Look at all the video submissions that are submitted, and I get to pick who is in the showcase for the International full Convention. And I was like, so honored. I was like, oh, Uh, I would love to. So it's become like my little baby, and I've done it for two years now. And it's like my pride and joy. (laughs) Oh, I
0: love. And you know, I, what I'm really hearing and based on even our relationship over the last couple of months and lots of talking on Instagram is you've really taken, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You understand the importance of relationships. Yes. Because even <laughs> when you're like, how do I get this off the ground? I'm going to go speak to the International Poll Convention about what I'm doing and they can help me start promoting. Yes, my competition. And then that's led to more opportunities. And yeah, there's a lot of relationship building here for you by the sounds of it. Who else have you, how, or what other key relationships have you found have been important in, you know, getting the word about the pole circus out there?
1: Um, I feel like whole LOLs for sure. Dan has been amazing. (laughs) I'm going to do Uh, a next competition and he like you know puts it in a story or or something like does a little shout out or whatnot um yeah I feel like it's just important to like remember who's helped you and then always you know give them their credit and shout out and whatnot um and yeah everybody's been super super supportive which has been surprising to me I guess (laughs) I I didn't expect it to be so welcoming, but it has been really nice. And I'm trying to run with it here.
0: (laughs) Go with it. Collaboration (laughs) over competition. I think that is when I came into business, that was one of the quickest learnings I had was building relationships and collaborating. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just work together because it's just so much better and I speak predominantly for the pole world is if we're working together and we're all providing good experiences everybody wins right because if you and like I'm speaking predominantly from a um a studio perspective here but so if you go come into my studio and have a really bad experience when you're nervous and you're scared Mm -hmm. you're probably going to write pole off to be like pole's not for me But it just might be that that studio is not for you and that's okay. Um, But if we can all provide better experiences, we're all going to win in the long run. So collaboration is so important in everything I do. And I think for most businesses, it should be a very important thing, but that's just my very strong stance.
1: Yeah, I just feel like the pool community is really small. Even though, Mm. you know, we are – international and different countries and whatnot i feel like we're a really close-knit bunch everybody knows everybody
0: 100 <laughs> percent.
1: yes that could be a little
0: bit scary at times but yes
1: <laughs> yes yes but um i think it's good because because we all keep each other accountable i feel it's important and make sure that we're supporting each other and like you said we all win like why not <laughs>
0: and like yeah and it's sharing the every like my students don't some of them don't know who Maddie Sparkles is as an example or I didn't mean like when I was growing up in the pole world, they were like the pole idols, but there's so much happening and there's so much on Instagram these days. They also walk in and they talk about people are like, who are you talking about? So that it does, it. it feels like our community has exploded, especially if you've been in pole for a long time. It feels like there's a lot going on in the pole world, but really we are just this small little niche in the world who just all come together. For the love pole. So yes. once you, um, what have you found has been, when it comes to the business, what have you found has been the, we've talked about the challenges, what's been the easiest part of running a virtual business?
1: Um, Giving the awards. <laughs> 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 <It's> the easiest.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, when you run a virtual competition, like. Yeah, making people feel good. And like, here's your. Do you do sashes? Like, what? What are the awards for a virtual competition?
1: Oh, I, I should have brought one, but um, they're they're medals. So I have them custom yeah. made with the Pole Circus logo and the year, and yep. um, it says the Pole Circus, and they're medals. So it's like a ribbon and a medal. It's mm. really cute. So that way, I can ship it anywhere, and it's not too expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're not like huge, like prize packs.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just thought ribbons are really cool for in-person, but Mm. when you like pay for a virtual competition, you want something like a little, a little more, I thought. So a medal I felt was, was good.
0: (laughs) Yay. So, and when you do that, so on the night of a competition, I assume it's broadcasts in some capacity, like do you use YouTube or Facebook or it, it's on Zoom.
1: Yes, we use ah, it. cool. So is
0: so there's an element of it live, and you're just playing yes. the videos that were submitted.
1: Yes. So we play it, and what's cool is that all the performers. And, um, you know, we sell tickets to the event. So everybody's like chatting and like, oh, that was such a cool, let me just exaggerate, Spatchcock. And like, oh, look at that iron egg. Oh, she was so sexy in those boobs. Mm-hmm, girl. Uh, I love it. You <laughs> get all those like comments. So it's really sweet to see like the which audience response.
0: <laughs> which you can't have in an in-person competition because you can only really talk to the person who's next to you you can't interact with all the people watching that's true yeah so you at this point you've already got because I know you get judges to judge in the lead up to that you've already got the winners at this point and at the end you present like a normal competition award ceremony
1: um so basically Since I'm the ringleader, (laughs) nobody has seen (laughs) a show since I'm the ringleader. I announce, so I do like an intro. So I introduce, this is the full circus, you know, Halloween event. Let's just say 2023, right? And I explain what we do. I explain the divisions, blah, blah, blah. Then we start, you know, the show. So we show all the videos in order. And then at the end, I give thanks to our judges, our sponsors, whatnot, right? After that, I come back on. <clears throat> and sometimes I'll have a judge with me, like the Valentine's show. One of the judges actually helped me announce the winner. But Yay. sometimes I do it by myself. So it just depends like who's available and who's around mm-hmm. <laughs> close by. <laughs> and <laughs> and so basically I go on and I'll be like, and the winner for this division is. <laughs> and I also I have like a voice and like a character. It's a whole thing. It really is. Oh, I'm <laughs> okay.
0: like, oh, okay. I'm like, this is something I want to know more about. But I'm like, maybe we don't dive
1: into that yet. That might be so, awesome. so, so here, so just a, a quick little thing. So if you're watching the show, you're not going to hear me with my normal voice. All right. So let's just do like a three, two, one. And I'll show you. <laughs> Ready? So three, two, one. Beep. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pole Circus Halloween 2020 edition. Are you ready for these amazing performers? Girl, you're a vibe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Since I had Lisa D on the podcast uncovering all things online pole learning, I have been obsessed and I mean obsessed with pole Not only do I get to poll with some of Australia's Best instructors, but what I really love is their progressive learning structure. At the start of each tutorial, you're told about and they link you to the prerequisite moves for the trick that you're about to try. So you can ensure you're ready to take on this new challenge. And not to mention, they've already created playlists for you. So it makes polling online super easy. One thing that surprised me was how much of a community exists inside PoleSphere. I honestly didn't realize I could get the same supportive studio vibes online. Plus, I get personalized feedback from all the amazing instructors and I can confirm they are active in the members community. You really will be able to get feedback from Philly on your flips or Lola Grace on your flow. If you're ready to progress in your poll journey with some of the best instructors and the best online community, check out the link in the show notes for ten days free and ten percent off your PoleSphere membership. Happy bowling, <laughs> <laughs>
1: guys! Just so tuned into the
0: Halloween competition <laughs> the just for the voice. Like I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know, I wanted to be like the ringleader. So yeah, yeah. have you found having a
0: a theme and a character you've really thought about this from a whole what is like performance yeah show Show element yeah (laughs) Yeah. have you found that's made you unique in your competition
1: well (laughs) so when I was in college let's rewind (laughs) <laughs> when I was in college, I went to California. So hold on. in uh, I live currently in Florida, right? Yeah. But I was born and raised here. I moved to California for college. I had a band. I was trying to be famous, you know, that whole mess. <laughs> I did a couple commercials, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I do consider myself a showgirl because of that background, because mm. of, you know having a band and knowing how to like manage the musicians and like costumes and thinking Mm. about like, you just had like uh, characters and whatnot. Mm. So I feel like that's where that came from. But that was like years of me doing it in college. I didn't really like think it through so much.
0: (laughs) It was just something that like came naturally. You didn't sit down and go, okay, this is my business plan. I'm going (laughs) to be unique by having... A theme (laughs) and like a circus and like a whole persona
1: right and like um what I what I would like to do hopefully next year fingers crossed is I want to do um the pole circus as an actual kind of circus at the pole convention so that would be like uh lollipop you know um lira uh silks poles all at once
0: <laughs> oh
1: my god! And like that... a hula hoop, and like an acrobatic person, all all in the same show.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I'm like, I'm just like envisioning this. Is it going to be in like a big top?
1: No, <sighs> I, I've thought about it. Like I try. Okay, so originally, <laughs> just so everybody knows, I wanted the pole circus to be a live performance in a big top, and yeah. I've contacted multiple circuses. And they just don't hit me back up. So I don't know what to do.
0: (laughs) So if we have any contacts out there who have big
1: tops, (laughs) send them uh, her way. Right. But I've I've seen like big tops are extremely expensive. So to Mm. have one for one night for a few hours, it just doesn't make sense business-wise. So that's Mm. why I was like, I would pay a circuit to use their space on a day that it's like
0: Slow. So I can have this experience and live out my dream.
1: Who wouldn't want to do that? Like, that would be cool. Go perform in an actual circuit. That sounds
0: awesome. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. So you've made this online business. Yes. And it's been amazing. And you've been able to bring people together from all over the world. And now you're ready to dive into uh actual not an actual that's the wrong word a uh, bricks and mortar and open yeah. your own studio.
1: Yes. So um our grant opening <laughs> is Woo-hoo. July 9th. Yay. And um yeah so basically I saved the money from this whole circus in order to try to um open a studio. It's always been a dream of mine. And then I listened to this podcast called Uncovered and all my dreams <laughs> came true. <laughs> what
0: episode? Like where did you start this? Was it did we do an episode about studio ownership? I don't
1: know what yeah, it was you and Jasmine about ah, yes. studios. I I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did like the real behind the scenes of like um running a pole yeah. dancing studio. It's like, okay, what are the realities? Because we feel like well, I felt like it's distorted between what <laughs> you assume <laughs> happens and what really does happen. So we did a deep dive into pole studios, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um so yeah, I listened to that podcast and I really felt like like I could do it. <laughs> Why not? And I do have thankfully some support in the community and everybody's been really sweet. Uh, of course, Steph included who has answered 101 Instagram <laughs> messages and she approved. <laughs> of all of yes. We've had lots of chats about
0: opening a <laughs> studio. It has been very, um, it's been a good little challenge for me too, for like to flex my business muscles.
1: yeah so um so my studio is called girl next door and ironically I feel like it's the complete opposite of the pole circuit so hear me out (laughs) (laughs) so basically girl next door is more like you know geared towards like everyday woman you know can come in take a pole class Um, you know, learn how to dance, get in touch with her body, that kind of stuff. I didn't really want to call it the pole circus because I was afraid that people would get turned off thinking that Mm. they had to be acrobats. (laughs) And I could totally see that, you know, if you hear the name. So that's why I call it girl next door. And it's supposed to be, you know, just everybody kind of coming together and a a fun community. I'm hoping to build a supportive place. I'm so excited
0: for you and this has been like a journey to get you like to get to yeah. this point of yeah. like yeah you're going to be like you're opening a studio and depending on the timing at what point this is released you'll either be very close or it will be open which is really exciting so um the girl next door the name that's very yeah. girl next door is very American isn't it yes. I guess yes <laughs> Yeah. So I grew up watching Girls of the Playboy Mansion, which I think in America was called Girls, Girls Next Door, and they've yep. just done a they've just done a podcast called Girls Next Level, which I like love because I'm reliving <laughs> my my teenage. Years. Yeah. But I know talking talking to them, I did not talk to them. Listening to them, they're like Girls Next Door is a very, you know, American thing because in Australia it was called um, Girls of the Playboy Mansion. It wasn't actually yeah. called Girls Next Door. So it's it's a very it, it sounds like it caters to like the everyday
1: Yeah. American and so that's woman. what I wanted to do. Like you know the what's the saying? Um, a lady in the street but a freak in the sheep. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the vibe I was trying to do. Be like, oh, you know, she's a lady and, you know, she she works in administration. She worked the HR and then she got her pleasers in her <laughs> trunk. Okay. <laughs>
0: So this is her persona like this is your like ideal customer You're, like this is who I'm in, and this is who I want to bring into my studio. Um, have you found there's been many things that have you do in your online business that have already started to come across into your into your bricks and mortar business?
1: Um, well yeah because I feel like people are already kind of like oh you know you should do online classes because we did like a um, summer last year, uh, pole camp. So that was all workshops and it went really well. And so people are like, you should do you know online classes. So I feel like the pole circus would probably stay with that online kind of community and the online classes. And then I would have the girl next door be the brick and motor and I'm sure that they're gonna come do the pole circuit or they'll take the online classes and you know it'll be like that because it is kind of hard for somebody in thailand to come see me in person Mm. (laughs) just an example but you never know people travel (laughs) people do travel and um
0: people also like when they move we had a girl recently who has followed the studio She was from Sri Lanka and she she followed the studio. And then when she came in, she's like, I've been following the studio since before I got here. And like, so when I came here, I'm like, I need to come be a part of your studio. I'm like, wow. Like, I was like, mind blown. (laughs) Um, But it's great that you'll be able to, you'll be obviously teaching some classes. So you'll be able to just offer that as a Zoom option because you've already got an audience. Yeah, that is online. And online classes are definitely, thanks, Kruva, definitely so much more acceptable. Yeah, acceptable, but people value (laughs) them because they get to poll with whoever they want in the world.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's important, too, because we also kind of learn from the people that are in other countries and they'll ask us, you know, different things, they'll be like, oh, I didn't know that, or that's a cool way to get into that move. And we all kind of benefit from it, whether we're, you know, intentionally thinking that that's going to happen or not. So I feel like it's very beneficial to keep, obviously, the online commu- community. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice yeah. is dying. <laughs> uh, this is so much talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> So
0: have you, do you feel that you've already started to utilize like your marketing skills and the administration stuff that you've already had to work through over here at the pole circus? Is that making starting this business easier?
1: So much easier. So much easier. (laughs) Um, Since I've already done it, it's almost like second nature. Because when I'm going to launch, for example, like, The Halloween show is October 21st. So I start marketing July. And then I have like different steps and things that I do to make sure that I reach everybody that I normally reach. So, you know, basic Instagram, Facebook, whole LOLs, (laughs) different different people that I've already, you know, communicated with. And I also try to reach out to the other judges and have the new judges. So I feel like with the brick and mortar, it's going to be similar. It's just different because I'm thinking who lives here, who lives nearby, who can, you know, do a shout out for me. What businesses do I know? What businesses do I go to that can shout out for me? So it's a different way of doing it, but it's the same exact strategy. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. And it's, um, and the other thing I heard when you were talking about, you know, I have this process, it starts in July (laughs) And that's very much what a studio is. If you, I don't know if you're doing terms, but I literally have a whole entire annual calendar and my entire year is mapped out. I've already got my photographer booked in for next year. Like, (laughs) because I know what the dates are because my year runs the same. So we literally have this like base and we copy and paste it. But If we're running, let's say we run um, our in-house competition called Kiss It, it tells you in that calendar when you need to start looking at the planning document, For kiss it sort of thing, so and then that takes you through the steps, but it tells you when you need to do things, and I don't have to think about it. And I literally start working on that in. I think it's like August is when I start preparing for my new year. So it's you know it'll be as you build the studio, and I know it's all it's all new for you, and you you're finding your feet. But like as you build your studio, you're going to get your operating rhythm, and your operating rhythm will make your life ten thousand times easier.
1: I hope so. I mean, I feel like the pole circus has definitely helped. And if I yeah. didn't do the pole circus before the studio, I I would have been lost. <laughs> it would yeah. have been pretty pretty harsh, rude awakening to have to learn everything at once. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it, it's a lot. I was very fortunate because I purchased a studio. So a lot of that was already set out I then upended it and changed it and just thought, just the way I roll um <laughs> and but it was already the bones were there I just got to pick and choose what I liked and I didn't like effectively so you'll go through that process and what has been the biggest challenge about getting your bricks and mortar started or your studio started
1: um I think you know my ceilings <laughs> <laughs> My I think
0: that's how we started talking. Like yes. was, your first thing was about the ceiling for the poles.
1: Yes. yes. Um, so basically I'm in, I don't know if anybody in America is watching or hearing,
0: but I'm in Boca We Raton. do have an American audience. So
1: yes. yes, there would definitely be. So I'm in Boca Raton in Florida. And I did try very hard to find like a warehouse or just something that would be more... I don't know, I guess easier to install poles and I just couldn't find anything like everything out there was like 4,000 square feet, something insane, half a mil. like, you know, I'm just made of Mm. money over here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. So, so anyway, so I got this place and it's a corner lot, which I love and a lot of parking and it's, it's a dance studio. So it was perfect. It came with the floors and the mirrors. But there's always something isn't there stuff there's just always something <laughs> it can't just be that perfect <laughs> <laughs> yes you can't have it all in this world it's not allowed um so we went to look into the ceiling and the ceiling has because we're at the bottom floor so the second floor you have like a drywall and it's an older building it's like 1970s or something oh, like oh wow, yeah building So the foundation is completely different than the buildings that they make now. So I had no reference as to how to install these poles because all the studios that I go to are installed completely differently than how I have to install my poles because I'm in an old building. But (sighs) you know what? The studio, she pretty. So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She is pretty. I've I've
0: seen a video and I've seen some photos and she's pretty
1: so we made it work thank you <laughs> Yay. yeah blood I'm blood so tears.
0: yeah I'm so excited for you oh, it's going thank to be you. great it's going to be so much like just you've already had the privilege of building that on privilege you've already had the opportunity of building that online community and then the in-person is just that like next level right like it's you get yeah. to see it I hope. <laughs> yes, it's going to be amazing. Um, before we wrap up today's episode, is there anything else you want to share about the pole circus online business? <laughs> now starting new business.
1: Um. Oh, it's kind of off topic, but I'm like very Go proud that the pole circus we performed at Exotic Generation Virtual World. Wow. So that was like, really cool because Exotic Generation is a really tough competition (laughs) so they invited us to perform and I did my whole little circus routine and that was like really cool so that was what was that like last week I believe
0: yeah Yeah. when I was on your (laughs) socials um preparing I always prepare for my episodes um (laughs) I always do some
1: stalking when I was (laughs) on your
0: socials it was only very recently you posted about that yeah
1: that's exciting that was super fun and um it's not stocking stuff it's research
0: it's research yes, <laughs> yes. 100% just diving <laughs> on in um do you feel that that opportunity has only come about because of the pole circus
1: 100% nobody <laughs> would care <laughs> let's be honest i i feel like so i feel like there's different ways to get noticed in the community one way is that you go out and you do all these competitions and you're like queen of I don't know whatever move and you're known Mm -hmm. by like you know you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like, like let's
0: think Felix Kane, like Spatchcock's, yes. you know, ridiculous yes. amount of um, flexibility. <laughs> like that's when you think about her, that's what you think about. When you think about Philly, you think about the flips and the drops and the dynamic movements, yes. I know. What
1: exactly. You're and I feel like, you know, that's very cool, but it's not really me. So I'm more I'm more of a dancer. Like I don't do crazy tricks. I'm more choreography um, obviously I like a good trick like anybody else to Jade, you know, the Aisha <laughs> there, we like it,
0: <laughs> Yo, Yeah,
1: but I don't do anything crazy. So I feel like I would have never been, um, recognized in the pole community because I'm not trying to be super advanced like that. Mm. So for sure, the pole circus, because it's so different because of what I'm trying to do and what I offer is kind of unique. I feel like it attracts people and I get a lot of opportunity because of it. And of course, you know, why not? I love to perform just as much as the next person.
0: (laughs) Why not? Yeah, why not? And I think it's just so fitting that it's also a virtual competition that you get to perform for and it's it's showing how um, the pole world is is transforming or moving, I guess, with technology and opportunities and it gives us an opportunity to be so much more connected than just our yeah. little bubbles of our states or our territories or you know areas so I think it's amazing well done <laughs> thank you thank
1: you, did, well, you, well you to, did you think this is where you were
0: gonna did you think this is where you were gonna be when you started the pole circus did you think this is the way your life was <laughs> going to pan out
1: um no I, I don't think anybody <laughs> really expects anything. (laughs) I I was just like, oh, you know, I'll try it. And and we'll see. And hopefully it works out. But um, I'm really surprised at all the doors it's open and the amount of people I've met. And it's very humbling. It's very nice and uh, warms my little heart (laughs) to see everybody, you know, be so appreciative of everything. And because it is hard work. And I think a lot of people don't understand, they're like, oh, it's virtual, it's not a big deal, or like, maybe it's not as hard as a real, you know, in person competition. But it really is the same amount of work. Mm. And sometimes it's harder, because when people submit the wrong video, I gotta go fix it. <laughs> you know?
0: And we can put all the instructions in the world out there. And, and someone's uh, gonna there's... do it wrong. Yes. Yeah. I you're speaking no. to like my, my PTSD no. <laughs> after running a poll co- like running out in studio conference like there's always something. There's always <laughs> it can be as clear as you need to be, but there's always something. Um do you have any advice for I I'm throwing you I'm I haven't prepared you for this question, but any advice for people who wants to start an online poll business?
1: Um <clears throat> or what would the advice they, be to your
0: younger self? Oh,
1: I guess, um, maybe write it out. I feel like I really did wing a lot of it. (laughs) 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 I could have avoided a lot of headache if maybe I had, I wouldn't necessarily say like a business plan per se, but some sort of guideline, like, what do you want? What do you want out of it? What would you like to do? What would your marketing look like? And that way you have kind of a guide as to where you're going because I feel like, you know, you you learn from your mistakes no matter what, but maybe you could try to avoid some if you plan ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> you're laughing, why? I like <laughs> I'd
0: <I'm> like guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter how many people like we get this advice, right? We hear it. We're like, yeah, that's fine, but I'm going to be different. And then it's like, no, it's the same. It's the same. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have loved our conversation. My cheeks are so sore from smiling.
1: (laughs) We've had some fun.
0: (laughs) We have. And if anybody wants to um, come connect with you, where can they find you? What are your social handles?
1: Oh, so uh, we have two at the moment. Obviously, it's at the Pole Circuit. And then we have at Girl Next Door Fitness LLC. And that's our studio. So we have the virtual competition and the studio. Come check it out. Also, you guys, just quickly, I don't bite. If you want to write me or send a message or shout out, have a question, I do answer everything personally. I will respond. And um, thank you so much for the opportunity, Steph. I know we will be in touch.
0: Oh, one hundred percent, guys! If you love this episode of Uncovered, um, take a screenshot, share it with your poll bestie, share the poll circus. Are you and when do entries open for Halloween?
1: Uh, we already opened up. We ah. already have yeah a few people submitted, but have yes, uh, we tend, like I said, we tend to keep it open. And then the show's
0: October 21st. So yeah, go check it out. And if you're interested in doing a virtual competition, why not
1: the pole circus?
0: Anyway, until (laughs) next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode of the Uncovered Podcast, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review. As a thank you, I will send you our Addictive Pole Fitness Invert Bundle the ultimate guide to helping you strengthen your inverts. It includes not one, but two invert conditioning videos with options for beginner, intermediate and advanced, and a stretch video. To access this freebie, all you need to do is leave a review, share a screenshot of that review with uncovered at addictiveforfitness.com and I will send you our must have invert bundle straight to your inbox.